I mean, you know, if nothing else, it is the, you know, it's the reason for the... Se- no, no, what am I saying? I'm just saying, when, I, when I'm around, I generally be like, hey, let's talk about this super serious thing for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Hi, everyone, it's me, Shrug. Hello. Hello, you may remember me from such previous recordings as... um. Uh, Chester Cheetah's Wild Wild Quest, uh, where we talked about how that cat does not have any genitalia. Welcome to the Super Nintendo Exploration Squad podcast, episode Gaiden 3. A select button.net Gaiden podcast. A Gaiden of a Gaiden is my Gaijin. I'll fix that in post. I'm your guest, Gaiden, 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 Gaiden host, Gaiden Fish and Rude. Your usual host, Vassal Kenya, has traveled to the new continent, seeking out the mysterious fountain of youth. I'm Automatic Tiger, and I'm here as I always am. I am eternal. And I am obligated to make up for for the time we all got lost trying to play a different fishing game than we are playing today, so I can write that past wrong and rewrite history. Hi, I'm Close. I played this video game. You certainly did, Closed. And this time, we played Sudetaro best known as a prequel to the hell game that almost caused our boss, Fassel Kenya, to quit this podcast and video games. It's a fishing game where you must catch a legendary fish said to heal all diseases for your sick sister in poverty-stricken medieval Japan. I can't talk. As always, we rate the game using the four standardized metrics for scoring a video game that are vanity, gun, investigation, and revelation. Uh, yeah, oh god, we have we have seen such things as are very easy to describe, actually, because this is very true to its original game. I mean, not the original game, but its sequel, which none of you know about, because that episode is lost. Yes, so, as as usual, I tell I tell each of my panelists to play the game for an hour, and I would like to know... How long was that actual hour? Like 30 minutes. I think I maybe did a little bit more than that. It, it felt like an hour. It did for me, too. I think I, I, I also got a similar length. Um, and, and we'll get to that. But um, and, and, and the listeners may be asking themselves, they only played this game for 30 minutes. They're not qualified to podcast, to... To, to, to review a video game. They haven't seen the ending. We have seen the ending, and we can connect the dots between the 30 minutes we played and the ending. Okay, theoretical listener. Yes, we have very... Yes, it, many people will, would be disappointed if we did not hold up our high standards of journalistic ethics that we always have here on this podcast. I love journalistic ethics. with a little book holds on the side. Anyways, the first category is Vanity. Bachelor, and I'm good looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm also playing this game right now. It it seems like a pretty okay looking game. Why is everyone so down on it? Well, let, let, we're getting into that. We, we're now in our first category of vanity, and the and the least vain of all of us, Bachelor. As someone that's playing it right now, you can give us up to the minute impressions. How is the vanity of Sudetaro? It had an interesting opening, right? You know, like you see in a shadow in the water and there's all these bugs floating around above it. And uh, I couldn't figure out how to start the game, but I think it's because my 
controller was freaking out, but it's, it's like, you know, it's got, it gets you in the mood right away, doesn't it? It's got, it's got bugs, it's got fish, it's got water, it's got reeds. I just saw a fish hook. It seems okay. It's a, it's a very unique case. I can't think of very many games that have a cold open. And I can think of even fewer that always have the cold open. Like, if you yes. reset the game, you, you have to play that that mini game before it will let you reach the start screen. I thought it was glitching out when I first started the game. I'm going to be honest. I was like, boy, no button on the controller is starting it. I'm just watching this beautiful animation of a fish jumping out of the water with all these bugs in front of a gorgeous waterfall. It was a great sight, actually. As much as I think the graphics in Funetaro, its sequel, are more complex... I thought this looked nicer. It gave me a feeling of serenity immediately, and I thought I was in for maybe a, a real nice time. The the music ain't all that great, though. It's kind of like, I don't know, I feel like some sort of like horny Italian chef's going to come by and try and get me and my uh, little doggy girlfriend to kiss. It's like some accordion shit while I'm trying to fish for prawns. I don't know if I like this. Should Should we talk about the music now? Because that's like the only good thing that I can say about this game. We we are in uh vanity, so go yeah, for it. Tell me about the music. That's, that's where it is. So each fishing spot has its own like music. And they range from like sort of exciting like let's go catch some fish to sort of spooky-ish music. It's it's a pretty wide range and there's like what 10 or 12 fishing spots. That appears to be the case looking at the menu. But it it's genuinely pretty cool. I mean, it, the unfortunate thing is that the like open world music is really bad, and I think the first two fishing spots are also not great. Okay, Rudy's linking screenshots in chat. Is there a reason this little child has a, a, a crosshair on his head? From Funetaro. Okay, I, th- I thought it looked familiar. I- I'm sorry, everyone. I was not on Funetaro. I didn't play it. I somehow avoided playing the other fishing game. I thought I was a fish master. I thought I was the one, you know, reeling them in and clubbing them over the head and grilling them up. But apparently everyone did a fishing episode without me. Well, well I mean, it's, it's lost, so, so we'd have to do another one. We are not going back to Funetaro. We're doing this to save... <laughs> Kania from the terror of ever having to encounter the series again. This is our cross the barrier. This is our jumping on the grenade. We love you, Kania. We we love you, Kania. Big hugs, baby. So, how many of us actually? How many? Just out of curiosity, I know this is a little off topic, but how many of us were actually on that episode? It was a long time ago, and I haven't heard it again. So. Were you there, Rudy, closed, or was it just me? Am I the only person who got out of uh, the zone? Am I the stalker here? Oh, I I, I was there, um, and we'll get into that in a later segment, too, for uh, Saturday Man Corner. I didn't think it was that bad, but maybe now, maybe I do think it was that bad. It's it's I... a pr- pretty bad game, Um which we'll we'll uh we'll get to, but as as far as the the vanity of of Sune, like I guess the fish should look nice enough. Whatever, who cares? I was just trying to catch a prawn or something that looked like a shrimp. Some sort of a uh, are they are they crustaceans? They might be a crawdad of some variety. Yeah, it's a crawdad. Yeah, a crawfish right? of some sort. I love me. Some <sighs> uh, oh God. Okay. Listen up. <laughs> you all had to get into it. Uh, okay, that is, that, is a, that is a Japanese river shrimp. Okay, this is actual, this is not me being a Oh man, I was hoping it was a shrimp. Yeah, it's a river shrimp. Um, actually, uh, uh, crawdads have been introduced to Japan as an invasive species for some reason. Um, and there's actually TV shows that are all about going to rivers and ponds and like cleaning them out of all invasive species and then eating every invasive species which is sad cuz it's like oh there's a bunch of like bull fro- of like american bullfrogs and uh and and like uh and like river turtles and all this like sort of nice stuff and and then they and then they like and then they like to stab me as a as an american from the 
from Mississippi in the heart by like how by terribly cooking uh, crawdads and catfish. How did how how did freshwater animals get to the other side of the planet? I don't know. Colonialism is uh, impressive. Oh, I have another sort of. Uh, I don't know if it's a thing that I liked about the game, but like the different fish and things that you catch do have like different behaviors, which is kind of interesting. Yes, that was a yeah, but that's a gun. That is oh. a gun. We ain't fishing with guns yet. We're looking at these fish and going, "Yep." That's a big one. The game crashed on me while I was trying to catch me that crawdaddy, and now I'm restarting it. And um, you can pause during that title screen. That's what I'm learning. Cool. Here. <laughs> <laughs> the the first pausable title screen, possibly the only pausable title screen. So, 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 hold on. Does anyone know the story of this game? Because that seems to be like you you play as like some chubby looking guy with a bowl cut. And maybe his daughter's sick, and he has to go catch fish for her? That's an excellent question, Bachelor. That's, that's pretty close, actually. That's, yeah, that's relatively close. Um, it, where, where does Kenya put this? I don't know. I'm, you know. I'm the guest host here. I don't know where everything is maybe, in the closet. Where just, does Kenya put a story? I don't know where a story goes. Let's keep it in vanity, because that's where I would put it. Yeah, for this, it's, since this is not, as far as I can tell, a narratively focused game. It's not, it's not a story game. It's an adventure. Um, an well, no, game. no, it's a, it's a it's, few things, isn't it? It's it is it is very story focused because uh, that's your sick sister, and your mom is like, "Go catch me the mis- go catch go catch the uh, kawananushi, the 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 mysterious oh. river fish that will cure any disease." So get on it. So you're going out there for your sister's life, and the only way to keep your sister's life is to take all these other lives. Which I guess leads us directly into uh, the second category, which is gun. This game has a, as the kids on lots of contemporary gaming podcasts, a core gameplay loop of walking to a fishing spot, casting your uh, fishing bobber in such a way that it will hopefully land near some fish, waiting for those fish to nibble on the bobber, and then going into a side view where you struggle with the fish to attempt to catch it by alternating between reeling in your uh, hook and and letting it go slack. Uh, and And once you've figured that out, about one in ten times will you successfully catch a fish in the opening area. So it's not abnormal that I've yet to catch a fish, eh? Not at all. So, so well, the technique is that, like, once it bites, uh, you want to wait until it goes, like, calms down or doesn't move as quickly, and then you want to, like, reel it in, but not to the point that it resists, and then you want to let go, um, and either wait until it moves slowly again or just start reeling it again. I think for the starting fishes, you can just do that. Okay, counterpoint. You can do that for the first fish, but the second fish is now it's crazy town. And when I've tried to like just settle with it, like once I hook it through the first first A tap to hook it, and then uh, and I'm just sort of and I settle it, it just eats the it eats the wormy and then it goes away. Check uh, are you rules. maybe too far back on the screen? Because if it gets too far to the left, then you then it escapes no matter what. Like there's like a like a side view where if you go too far to the left and it like you know reaches the left hand side of the screen, then it'll escape. Or if you somehow manage to get it all the way to the right without reeling it in, then the same thing happens. I guess with that without it biting, then that happens. So there's no like indicator of where you're casting your line, huh? There's no cursor. You just kind of like try and aim and hope it lands somewhere. Yeah, minimalist yeah, and it doesn't really UI design, okay? Minimalist UI design. It's the future. Oh, also the thing that I love is that if you throw the like bobber out and it just eventually drifts off the side of the screen, 
there isn't any like you don't have to reel it back you just throw out another bobber because those are free unlike bait or so some... so the first thing you're doing is is like you're catching those if you go to the first fishing hole right by your house um you're catching fish to use as bait i know as i got bait if i did catch a fish so assume i'm trying to build up a, a bait a bait stash <laughs> I think is that that's... what you're talking about on the left because i sorry there's like two stats and it looks like one of them is like your angling power and the other one is your walking so, power on the on the world map on the world map it's that uh the left one is like is is a bait and the right one is a uh yeah walking range yeah but you can use bait like because you don't have specific bait it just yeah it just builds that up so you have more lives when angling with other fish but i don't know if there is some kind of leveling up component besides that. There is for walking, although I don't know if we know how to trigger that. Did anyone manage to make their walk speed go up besides closed? I managed to fall over and I couldn't get up. Yeah, I really like that in addition to the sister being sick, apparently the uh, the brother is also very frail. He just took a tumble in uh, maybe some water. Also, I just uh, I caught my first fish. Hey, congratulations. Yay. Thank you. It, it was not satisfying at all because, like, it just said, oh, six centimeters. And then, you know, you'd think you get to, like, do a, a nice little wheeling. But eventually I could just hit, hit A and it rose into the sky and it was gone. There was no satisfying wheel-in sound. This game's not good. This is no second bass fishing. Now I understand why everyone's mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's actually let's, let's talk specifically about that. Yeah, it's not satisfying. There, There is, like... Like close to saying there's there's strategy on when you hit A, but that's it. It's just it's just choosing when and when not to hit A. And uh as interesting as that could be, it's not interesting here. Because there's I, there I, also feels like lots of uh chance and randomness and then it's yeah, it doesn't feel good at all. Yeah, I just hit A a bit too early and my fishing line broke into six pieces kinda, like horizontally. So maybe Whoa. it's um maybe Maybe uh, maybe they were being a bit lazy at pack in video, you know. Maybe they weren't giving it their all. I mean, you know, I've learned a lot from like you know, games done quick just ended. I heard a lot about how game developers are lazy and games are broken and they don't really know what they're <laughs> doing. And uh, I wouldn't say it about most developers, but I'm going to say it about pack in video. That's right. I'm shooting here. I'm shooting. Yeah, but how many uh... people? came out of the gate with the on the Virtual Boy and said, we're going to make the first fishing game on Virtual Boy. Packin' Video did that. Did they really? I believe so. They definitely made a fishing game that is almost identical to this and Funetaro, except it's Virtual Boy. Wow. They, they, they just thought like, yeah, this is, a, this, is the, this is the fishing that children want. <laughs> In 3D! Except it's still a side-scrolling game, so the 3D gimmick basically doesn't matter. I don't know. I guess it's like looking. It's like looking at an aquarium. It's probably still like cool parallax. Yo, but, yo, packing video. Okay, I knew they made Rambo, but they made other Rambo games too, and those kind of count as fishing games because I think you spend most of the game battling mosquitoes, just like you probably would if you were fishing during, say, the summer months in certain states or countries. Now I'm gonna to have to apologize for Shrug not being here because this this is sort of going back to vanity vanity, but uh, so uh, I mean Fune Taro, it looks like you're maybe this century. I mean the boat definitely looks like maybe post war, but uh, as far as Sude Taro, you seem to be in poverty stricken medieval Japan, um, and yet you have infinite lines and. What I assume is a modern fishing hook. I, I, I can't believe we don't have Shrug here to, it, to discuss fishing hook technology. There's also a very modern looking bobber. There's actually a number of different bobbers depending on the fish, too. But the but the family seems to live in like an uninsulated wood wooden shack with no modern conveniences. And again, they're just like, no doctor, so I don't know, son. Eight-year-old son, go go catch this uh, this legendary fish. You can do it. Other, otherwise, your sister will die. I mean, the, the deadbeat missing father obviously spent their fortune on these fishing supplies. 
He's uh, going and defeat, def- uh, fighting for the Shogunate. That's not true. I just, you know, another another missing dad in video games. Uh, I was hoping it was gonna be like the drill candles tweet. You know, just blew the budget on fishing bobbers. House, one thousand yen. Futons, five hundred yen. Straw mats, three hundred yen. Bobbers, two hundred million yen. Please help me balance my checkbooks. My family needs me. Uh, but b- buy less fishing bobbers. No. Yeah, I am tired. For some reason, the caffeine is all has a lot of like I want to go energy, but very little I can remember anything energy tonight. It's okay. Just let let the sea overcome you river yeah yeah i mean it's all it all comes from the sea right i'm sure there's it it goes to the sea bachelor do we need to give you a lesson on how water works probably i don't know i wrote a whole maritime themed dating game and i can't it's been a while since any of us have played wetris okay all i know never mind i'm not gonna say that (laughs) 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 i got i think i got in enough trouble the Asia Carrera tangents on the, the death cast. This is not the death cast. This is a respectable podcast. This is a respectful podcast celebrating our hero, Kenya. And you know, you can just go to patreon.com and find the Super Nintendo Exploration Squad Patreon and you can support a, a Kenya too and their endeavors in creating a great Super Nintendo quality content. You know, you know another way you can get great Super Nintendo Exploration Squad content? On a Casper mattress. When we go to Investigation. did we find anything about this game? Like, did we find anything besides that it was developed by Packin' Video? You mean, well, I think Investigation would be the perfect time for to find out about how Closed is a super elite hacker. I spent maybe 15 or 20 minutes with this game trying to figure out how to raise the walking power, because I guess we didn't really go into that with Gun, but... Um, you're limited to where you can fish based off of your walking power. And if you basically walk anywhere that isn't like a extremely flat surface, then in about like half a second, your guy collapses and you get sent back to where you were at. Yeah, I like don't think forests, swamps, that kind of thing. And I don't think any of us figured out how to raise that, so I eventually just... Um, searched for addresses that had the value of the walking power and uh, went through them until I found one that I could increase that would increase that value so that I could just set it to a static high value and walk wherever I wanted. Which is why I know that the other fishing spots have different music. Leet hacksoring skills. But you didn't stop there, did you? Uh, I didn't. I did catch... I did catch the uh, the river fish, and it was miserable. <laughs> it, I guess probably a third of my time was spent trying to catch that stupid fish. And uh, unlike the other ones, you don't get to, you can't just like reel it in. You have to reel it all the way to the right side of the screen. Uh, and it, well, basically it doesn't calm down until it gets almost back to where it was when you started reeling it in. So it's this battle of wills with this stupid river fish until you can get it all the way to the right side of the screen and then you can just barely manage to pull it up uh, at which point you head back to your to your home with your sick sister and you are rewarded with some text which i can't read well you couldn't read but thankfully our intrepid uh last minute translator me did translate it and i'd like to ask bachelor with his sultry tones to uh to recite the wonderful 
uh, ending uh, ending text to this video game. A wave of surprise comes across your mom's face. You have done it. You have caught the legendary Kawa no Nushi. This mysterious fish, since olden times, has been known to cure any disease. Your sister's disease disappeared before your eyes. Your mother falls to her knees, praising the river. Are you kidding me? She, I went through all that work and she praising the river? Yeah, I caught that fish. Yeah, like, you basically destroyed the entire ecosystem through overfishing and just generally polluting it with, like, all those broken fishing lines and fishing hooks. Yeah, am I am I revealing myself as an, an you know an ugly American by wanting more praise from my mother for uh, saving her daughter's life? Yeah, it's it's really weird, right? I mean, you do all that work, and it's like, oh, you know, the fit the the river provides, not not through the sweat of of my brow. Did I succeed? No, it is only it is only through the river's bounty. What if the game has some kind of advanced hacking detection? And if you play through the game, it knows that. If you play through the game without hacking it, it gives you a different thing. But maybe the game is saying you shouldn't have hacked the game. So so did anyone press start start or select during during their adventure just to see if that did anything? Um, Yep. Okay. Didn't do anything? (laughs) Uh, Start pauses it. And that's it. And select gives you some kind of listing of what I'm presuming are the fishing spots and the biggest fish you found in each of those spots. Oh, no, no. That was just a list of the different kinds of fish. So you could look at the different kinds of fish. Oh. I don't don't know then. Well, because I'm looking at um, various reviews in Japanese of the website and, and seeing screenshots of the website, the video game. Um, and it, it's, you know, has flavor text about like, Oh, about, uh, habits or what the fish likes to eat. And I was wondering, does that actually influence the game at all? And I don't think it does. Cause this is a bad video game where all you do is hold it, touch a sometimes. Yeah. It's interesting in the sequel, Fune Taro, you could change the bait, but you'd always have the bait for whatever thing you were trying to catch that time anyway like the game would already have a pre-selected bait for you and it would change depending on where you were fishing and that bait seemed to be the bait that worked best in my testing of that so the original game not letting you pick and just having the proper you know bait for it seems to be just how it works what if this game's actually good if you like know a lot about does anyone know a lot about fishing like what if this like (sighs) I was going to say football. Well, let, let's let's reframe that question a little bit. How many of us have actually gone fishing? I have. I have. Did you all catch anything, or are you just some? Are are you a Fune Zero and not a Fune Hero? I I, I caught um a guppy, a sunny. I caught some fish. I threw them back. I lived on a lake. You know, we we go out on a pier. We go fishing. We went on a canoe once and capsized. Maybe I went out fishing on a boat more than once, and I don't remember. I don't know. But I have gone fishing. And I did go buy lots of fancy-looking lures at the bait shop in town. And Buying were... lures is probably the best part. They're really yeah, like, cool and weird-looking. Yeah, like, what if that's, like, what if that is, like, maybe, like, what if this is a game that just, like, facilitates some sort of, like, fisherman role-playing, and we are just missing that element? Like, the, maybe the fishing mechanics would just get in the way. That's why they're simple, and we are just missing out on like being able to like. Maybe you can buy like a you know a tackle vest. Is that what they call it? You got a vest. You got a box. I know this is some old timey thing, so maybe it's not in this one. Maybe you'd have. Maybe I don't know. I can't read Japanese. I'm maybe giving this game too much credit. Yeah, you're making me make a face that of like you're giving like the the defense that insert credit would give in 2004 for some. <laughs> some... <laughs> <laughs> the game park <laughs> yeah just some just some you're just giving this like this this defense of this I, I don't know i'm trying to avoid the 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 youtuber outrage of of this this is better than fune taro 
So it's it is. the worst video game that maybe I've we, ever played. Maybe we should talk about that. Because it's I kind of want to play Funitaro now. I'm kind of curious as to, like, maybe did did you guys like finish Funitaro? Is there a plot to Funitaro? That's the thing. It didn't seem like there was a plot to Funitaro. No, Funitaro is just about uh, uh, catching the fish. There's a there's a long play that's like seventy episodes in Japanese of the guy <laughs> like catching every single fish in the game and 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 it's part of their like pro they're doing one of those projects of beating every super famicom game and ju- just that kind of a uh, that kind of dedication ain't something i have you know some people master a martial art some people just play through all of fune taro and you know what i don't know which one of those two things is harder this is making me want to get into like a fishing gotcha game there's got to be one right oh yeah yeah i know about one or two I'm reading several of the reviews in Japanese. It's like it's just like the same thing we said. Like, uh, there's no music. Uh, there's no mechanics. Uh, in these graphics are not in, really there. In Funetaro, Funetaro, right? Because has got some. Really? I mean, this game has music. I will give it that. There is music in this game, which I do not remember Funetaro having. Okay, well, the, the, one of them here is like. Uh, I don't know what Motskol Motskol. Uh, that, is that a classical composer? Is that, anyways, um, it just it makes me remind me of the of of the uh oh what how do you say that how do you translate that? Seme seme ni moidashimas. All right, anyways, something about the memories of like youth of uh, of of uh childhood I guess of of nature I don't know it's. Uh, can't think of the exact how to translate that nature boy and this one i would do a rick flair woo except i don't want to blow out anyone's eardrums it's a shrug whoop whoop it's a shrug hi hi it's me it's shrug Maybe for a Shrug. limited time. I don't know. It's possible my laptop will explode again. But here I am. But Shrug, what what, what was your thought? Do you have any you, any uh, any insight into the vanity of this game? Um, I mean, I have a specific question about fish hooks to ask you soon. But uh, let, let let you get you catched up in this in this celebration in our in our, in our Kenya celebration episode of the Super Nintendo Exploration Squad podcast. Look. I didn't get very far in this game. I wasn't that engaged by this game. Um, I couldn't read this game because, well, I don't read Japanese. Uh, I've taken two Japanese classes in my whole life, and that was a very long time ago. But for what I was left with from having caught Basically a single fish and also swallowed uh, three dragonflies as a fish. Uh, it's a pretty remarkable um, message to open with. Uh, I don't know if they're trying to impress on me the, like, not make me not, no longer feel guilty for fish. I don't know. It's like, like hey, you're part of nature because yeah. the, also the fish does consume. Anyway, uh as far as Super Nintendo sprites go, they do a pretty good job of uh, approaching documentary realism. Because I said, hey, those are bugs, and I am a shadow in the water, and then I jumped, and I went, oh, I'm a jumping, I'm a jumping fish, and I want to eat those. So I mashed until I had eaten all of the bugs, and that was tedious, but... I, I got it. I got it from the picture almost almost immediately. And then when I went to catch a fish and I could read from the body English of the fish that went from my worm. Um, not unlike I went for Bachelor's Worm when I first saw him across a crowded dance floor and I first heard the <laughs> but that's neither here nor there
I pretty quickly figured out the rhythm of like uh, letting my line play out and when it was struggling and then, you know, pulling it in based on my extremely fuzzy memories of how to draw on a fish because, hey, it's because it's a fish, you know, it looked like a fish. It's just this nice, like bucolic, relaxed, lazy summer day. Thank you, Shrug. And just to send you off on another tangent, uh, does anyone have a response to Shrug's comments first? I, I was trying to come up with something that didn't sound like outright sexual harassment. Great. Well, anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> Shrug, um, while I was playing this game, and uh, it seems to be medieval, uh, definitely uh, poor Japan. Um, and my immediate thought, and if anyone's going to have insight into this, it's, to, it's going to be you. They have what looks directly like metal fish hooks of, of, that we'd recognize in Western culture. Is, is that just the one of these secret histories where, where independently cultures develop the same basic hook? Uh, do, do you have any knowledge about the history of fish hook? Is, are these are these secret Damascus steel fish hooks? Uh, it's my understanding that uh, the hook on which you catch a fish is a one of those things that yeah, everyone just. Yeah, everybody developed because it was just a natural thing that came to people. You gotta. The first time they got into a, a UFC fight and somebody tried fish hooking, uh, they went, well, we have to make that illegal. And also, that would be a great way to catch a fish. And so they started uh, making little bent hard things. Actually, specifically looking it up, the oldest uh, fish hook that anyone has ever found or discovered in uh, Okinawa and was dated between 22,380 and 22,770 years old. Uh, wow. Made of sea snail shells. Do they look kind of, do they look basically like we think of them as fish hooks? Yeah, they they're uh they're a little similar kind of yeah well they're partially broken too like whenever i think of early fish hooks i always think of bone um and that's what most of like the wikipedia articles show now but this is obviously made out of a carved uh snail shell and if you think about it i guess that's pretty natural because you've Someone would see the uh, curling structure that's inside the uh, inside the uh, shell and chip away what isn't there. And hey, you've got a natural little hook. God, people are ingenious when they need to really save their calories. Now, now I need to go down to the now I need to go down to a to a Japanese fishing museum just to look at this stuff. This sounds cool. And with that, we're going to take a look at another Japanese piece of culture, and that's in Salaryman Corner, 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 Corner. Can believe I can't talk about all these modern Japanese hook brands. Don't worry, I won't. I'm not gonna do it. Please continue. Salary man. So this is a unique salaryman corner because uh, I didn't know we were having one. In fact, 
Oh, well, that's bad because you were the only one. You were technically the only one of us that could play this game. Otherwise, we have to. Oh, that game! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I, uh. Here, let me do the intro first. Uh, welcome to Saturday Man Corner. This is, uh, this is a section where we don't talk about the fishing game we've been playing. Instead, we talk about the smaller games that, uh, we, we, that are not worthy of a full episode. You usually ask the players to play for about five minutes. Unfortunately, you can't play this game. Um, even if you have a real Super Famicom or Super Nintendo, unless you have a specific Sunsoft Pachinko crank. Which, uh, when we recorded the Funetaro episode, I, um, I bought the crank off of Yahoo Auctions for 100 yen, and, uh, I played the game and uploaded it to YouTube, and I might have the only footage of that game on the internet. Um, but now, uh, Tigress has that crank, and I'm sure she is just, like, ru- is trawling through her stuff trying to find I, the crank. I know exactly where all of it is, it's just... I've had a couple... I've had a kind of busy couple of months, right? Look, if you can't find a crank, I'm willing to give you one for free. <laughs> <laughs> so we could sit here and uh, and and describe my own YouTube footage of, of the game, which, I mean, it's up there. You can look at it. The game is called Console Pachinko Ol. Um, and uh, we'll definitely link the, the footage with the episode. Um, and uh, the music sounds fine. Uh, I, I think all of us all of us in here have actually have used the crank before uh, at this point. So maybe we'll just uh, talk about our half, re- our half memories of the crank. Bachelor? Actually, uh, I, I didn't actually use it when it was plugged into something. I just used it like standalone by myself, which is kind of like my normal crank experience, despite this reputation that I have. And so I I have definitely taken out, it out of the box, and I have twisted it, and I have cranked it, and I've been like, I should hook this up to my Super Famicom and mess with it. And I keep thinking... Yeah, that'd be great, but I'm also going to have to untangle some of the spaghetti wiring around my TV right now. And then I think, oh, yeah, that's going to be a little bit, and it's not like I need to do this anytime soon. So I'll get to that soon. So I, shrug and close, did you, did you, either of you crank it? I definitely did not crank it. Uh, I believe I walked into the room where the crank was at times set up. Um, the crank was on the floor. Uh, I don't think it was plugged into anything. Uh, I don't think anything was on. Uh, it was a pretty inert uh, sort of neutral setting in which I could experience the crank as a purely physical object. Just the thing itself uh, without the uh, function of the thing interfering with my appraisal. I had never seen an image of the crank before. And I, my immediate reaction to the crank was, I was hoping it would be more crank-like, because it's kind of more of a twisting experience sort of when a you knob. immediately, yeah, it's like a knob that you turn, uh, but again, I didn't, you know, it's just like a, experienced it as a perfect object devoid of context so what i'm saying is maybe that new crank console really is something that the world needs that's wow, so, right. so rudy's really the only one shrug that actually hurts me <laughs> rudy's I the only one I couldn't make a joke about PayPaling me the exact amount of the crank con- little handheld because I could not remember the price or my PayPal address. I I promise you all, anyone listening right now, if you want to support cranking it, 
you can log on to OnlyFans.com slash and every dollar I earn this month will go right into folks' pockets. Don't support Big Crank. Support local, independent crank to table. So, Rudy, can you can you tell that. us what it's like to to crank? Because you're the only one here who's cranked. Yes, yes. Um, so, the the Sunsoft uh, Pachinko crank was made for two Sunsoft games. Unfortunately, this is not a Sunsoft game, but the package does say uh, on, on the crank itself. It says uh, this game will be this crank will will be required for Gonzo Pachinko Ol coming soon. <laughs> Which so. We've actually played one of the Sunsoft Crank compatible uh, Pachinko games for this podcast. Uh, I don't remember the name of that one. I think it's Pachinko Monogatari Three or Four. If if you be, if you boot up Gonzo Pachinko O in an emulator, it says, uh, "Does we do not detect the crank? Please attach the crank." So uh, you cannot play this game in an emulator, to my knowledge. So write to Bu, write to uh, write to Reshuark. To get crank support for our emulators. Crank support, the uh, sister store to Edge Supply. <laughs> Look, we'll talk about we'll talk about fishing implements in a minute. But as far as actual use of it goes, like it feels really great to use, but as far as actually using it, and you can see in the video, the the only video I think that exists, um, you're, you, when you're actually cranking it, you're the the reaction on screen is just uh, clearly like left and right tapping, even though the crank actually has a very smooth analog feel to it, but it's just moving, it's just hitting left and hitting right. Um, so it's not actually doing anything unique as far as uh, input. It, it is just it is just uh, they made that you have to have this to even launch the game when it's not really necessary, especially because. I played it with my normal controller. So who knows? Video games. It's a copy protection dongle. Oh yes, we all know the illicit ring that loves to pirate pachinko games from coconuts. <laughs> the coolest pirates on earth. Imagine them. They're so cool. There I mean, aren't Mario. any fishing Mario. soundboards on Google Play Store. You've got to go on web crawler for that, probably. Okay, there I are... think that's that's the end of Salaryman Corner. It's time for revelation. There are so many fishing knot apps. I guess Shrug, you gave it to me. Uh, here in Revelation, I'm going to ask you ask you for you all to give your final thoughts of the video game. Uh, what what do you play? Sudaitaro. That's the, that's the one, and yeah, such and a to go along with those, game. along with those actual review, this is to show how you actually feel about the game, unbiased, uh, trustworthy, and uh, honest review of Sudetaro. I'm gonna have to ask you to give a review on one to five fishing knots, not only present in the game but present in our conversation. Thank you, Shrug, as of two minutes ago. So let's start with Tigris. Uh, What's your review of Sudetado? Ah, well, I'm going to give this one two. I'm going to give it two fishing knots. uh, Because I feel very generous towards this game. Because just purely from the fact that I know that this series only went downwards from here. And I know how bad it really can be. Um, I like the idea of of kind of what it's doing where it's like a kind of like a dragon quest one kind of fishing game where you go around and you fish things and you get more abilities to fish things and you can go to different places and if there was any game there other than just pressing the a button i think it'd be pretty cool and there's like little little glimmers of the a button thing being a little like a little more complicated than just what it than just press an A, uh, like when you're when you're catching the shrimp, for example, the shrimp don't usually bite your thing until you wiggle your hook a little bit, like uh, on the floor. At least that was my experience, like on the riverbed. 
not floor. It is not a river floor. It is a river bed. Uh, but yeah, so tapping that like makes it drag a little bit, and then the shrimp tries to grab it. I imagine that's the case for some of the other fish, but not a lot of the fish I was grabbing. Like there seemed like just a a little bit of behavioral pattern there, and that was neat. But not nearly neat enough for me to not go after playing this game for 30 minutes and saying, you know what, I saw that, I saw enough. But I really do have to give it praise. It is somehow so completely superior to Fune Taro, a podcast of a game that broke us so bad that it literally broke itself out of existence. And for that, I give it two. It did not hurt me like Fune Taro hurt me. I have caught a single fish and eaten. Uh, it was six centimeters long, by the way. Um, oh, mine's about the same size. I Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I did consider saying uh, I achieved my goal of catching something the same size as my winky face and then uploading that. A screenshot to the chat, um, but I didn't do that, and so there's a space there, and I'm glad that Bachelor filled it, and that's why I'm going to give it an extra fishing knot. Where was I? I caught a single fish, and I ate three bugs as a fish. I don't think I caught the fish that ate the bugs. Many months ago, I voted on this game sequel. I didn't play it. I wasn't on that cast. Uh, I insisted. I really pushed for that game because I thought it was funny and looked kind of charming and did not guess that in so doing, I would drive our beloved Kenya to the edge of despair. So um, I'm sorry for that. And though I only caught a single fish in ate three, three bugs as a fish, I can only imagine that this game is better than that one. Uh, so I will give it three fishing knots. It kind of reminded me of being bored when I fished as a child. When I ate it, when I played it, where am I? And those knots are uh, the Bloody Return, the Shock Leader and Tippet, and and uh, the Skanot Knitter, aka the Ashley's Bend. Thank you, Drug. Uh, bachelor, giving it a one. I think fishing is a physical. It, it okay. It's not fishing. Fishing, you know, it strikes a balance between being a very physical act and being like sort of like a contemplative, like still act. Right. This game has no chill. This game, you drop a thing in, and immediately, like as, when I was playing, at least, you immediately get a bite. And I, it didn't take me long before I got my first bite. When, but when you think about, like, you know. Sega bass fishing and how you have that rod. And guess what? I'm a fishing aficionado. I spent money, real deal money. I, 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 I am not old enough to drink, but I am old enough to have gone into a fucking electronics boutique and slapped some cash down on the counter and said, I'm paying who knows how much it costs. Let's just say 90 US dollars on a, on a Dreamcast uh, fishing controller. And uh, I did it. I bought it, and I bought that, and I bought Sega Bass Fishing. And that feels good, man. I, that game has a rumble. That game is like that. That is the physicality of fishing. Um, and when you think it's about great. the other one we played, maybe we all remember, um, Etoy's fishing game, um, which was also, I believe, a, that was a Salaryman Corner game, even though it should have been like. We could have done about a five episode series on that, I believe. And that game, I, I gamer streamed it once for a very long time. I didn't catch a single fish, but I had a wonderful time. It was very, you know, gave me lots of time to contemplate things and wonder what all those Japanese words mean and 
think about things like bait and lure and are those the same things and what kind of uh you know rod strength or uh, what is it string what do you what do you call it what do you call the thing that you attach to the line up? yeah line weight you know like like we're drawn yeah and like you know it struck a nice balance like this game does not have either this game feels like crap and then i didn't want to spend any time now i did want to know why that kid was like falling down in like you know a marsh i wish it cut to like a close-up of my guy like getting stuck in a rice paddy or whatever the heck was going on there but um whoa that happened that's cool yeah that was the best part of the game and uh one one i'm sorry i said all those things earlier i'm sorry I'm sorry, because I know if I had if I had been on insert credit and I'd been able to write whatever I wrote earlier in 2004, I would have, you know, and there was another me reading that post saying, oh, yeah, maybe there's more to this game than I thought. I would read that. I'm going like, I'm going to be the one who cracks the code, even though I don't speak a lick of Japanese or read it even. And I would have imported that game for probably even more than, you know, the cost of a Dreamcast fishing controller. And then I would have hated whoever wrote that original write-up. would have hated them for like a decade or more until I learned I was wrong. One. One out of however many things. Uh, I, think, I think this game does a lot of interesting things in the most boring way possible. And there's a lot of stuff. It looks nice for the most part. Uh, there's a lot of like cool music. Um, but... I can't imagine anyone actually wanting to own or play this game. So I give uh, Tsuritaro one fishing knot because you should definitely not play it. And I'm the guest host, so I give the final review. Uh, this game is better than Funetaro. We've said that before already. Everyone has made good points. But it's a bad, near-nothing game where you where it's just determining whether you do or do not press A. And it doesn't feel good when you do press A. It does doesn't feel good when you don't press A. It gets half of a broken knot. It doesn't get a knot. It just gets a, a piece of line. Ooh. Yikes. It's it is a terrible game and I can I can only look at it through the lens that the next game in the series nearly broke Kenya. And, you know, if you could go back in time and kill Hitler, you know, would you go back in time and cancel this game? That's not right. even the Palomar not. Not even the Palomar not. It, it feels like someone tried to. Tried to and go was, back in time and kill Hitler? Like, like someone tried to stop the game from existing and they were, like, almost successful. I've they made moved. three games like this, at least. There's three and games what? of this kind, of this level of nothing gameplay. They somehow didn't there... stop at one. They had money. They had enough money. They somehow got enough money. This is this is almost in the bubble economy Japan, and they just kept making these. I do want to know the sales figures for this. And I have to emphasize here too: this was spe- this series was specifically targeted. To destroy Vasilcania, as Vasilcania, uh, one of their very favorite game consoles that they've mentioned, is the Virtual Boy, right? How would this have gotten on the Virtual Boy? I don't know if it's one of their favorite favorites, but they like the Virtual Boy. They have fondness for it. And one of these games was on the Virtual Boy. This was specifically designed to hurt Kania. And, uh, you know, this game... The plot of the game is about catching a legendary fish to cure a disease, which, I mean, I think there's a lot of problems in this world about uh, catching, uh, about about killing another creature because it has magic properties. And I didn't like thinking about that. Half a line for Suryutaro. But with, with that dourness out of the way, it's time to close the podcast. Before I before I uh, try and remember uh, Kania's ending spiel, I'd like to let let everyone to tell them who they are again for like the fifth time. And uh, what are they doing? What are you doing? What are you? Do- How can people find more of you? I'm Automatic Tiger. You can 
I host a podcast in this very same feed, the Book of Mega Drive, where we explore most of these people, in fact, explore uh, the Sega Genesis or the Mega Drive in most regions of the world, as opposed to Super Nintendo games. Um, I'm talking about Pocahontas, which... Uh, was another trial for us. Uh, if you want to hear more from me, you can check out my very rarely updated Twitter at Automatic Tiger, and you can check out updates, which are few and far between, for Book of Mega Drive at Book of Mega Drive. But that's uh, where you'll hear about all the hot new Mega Drive stuff. My name is Bachelor. You can find me on Twitter at Bachelorsoft. I'm on Instagram too. You can find me on uh, bachelorsoft.com, patreon.com slash bachelorsoft, and also at that other uh, smutty site I keep making jokes about, but I don't actually get money from that. Sorry. Onlyfans.com. Um, I'm working on the greatest game of all time. It's about three years out. I'll send you a zine if you sign up for my Patreon. Um, I'll spend the money on at least five rolls in some gotcha game involving fishing. If you send me money. Hi, I'm closed. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, I guess at false city, but I don't actually tweet there. Uh, I'm shrug. Uh, you can find me being shrug on the forums. Mostly I'm on the other podcast on this feed. Uh, I'm on No Rangers Allowed being a dwarf. Tiny tabletop games uh, at an itch page. You can just go to nub.zone. Recently, a complete stranger, wow. so one of them was cool. Uh, they said, quote, I love the jocular writing and the funny examples in this game. Yes, finally, my jokes about the bullshit about beaver genitals and curative properties, ta- speaking of uh, killing things because they're you can do magical cures with their bodies. Ah, it's been going on for eternity in every culture. Um, yeah, finally, those um, funny-ass jokes found their audience. And hey, I've been your guest host, Rudy. Uh, you can find me spaying more words about video games on Hinge Problems a uh, video game podcast about two straight white males trying to fix the problem that is video games in the world. Uh, we have fun sometimes. Really really liked Death Stranding. And also, uh, coming up soon, there's going to be an actual selectbutton.net podcast episode, uh, The Death Cast, with a lot of the people that you heard here. I think maybe all the people you heard here, uh, where we just sort of talk about stuff uh, with no rhyme or reason for two hours. But hey, this has been the Super Nintendo Exploration Squad podcast. Uh, we do not advertise at this podcast, at least Kenya doesn't. So it'd be great if you uh, if you told your told your mom, told your neighbor, uh, told your told the cashier. Don't talk to the cashier. Just say, hey, I like this podcast. You should check it out. It's funny. It's about video games, uh, and but not those kinds of video games. And then they'll they'll ask what what kind of video games are those, and you go, uh, I panicked. Sorry. And then it's a meet cute and you get married. It's that easy to find marriage. Bachelor Coon. <laughs> uh, OnlyFans.com slash Bachelorsoft. Uh, what, what else does Kenya do here? Oh yeah, we love Kenya. Kenya's great. Kenya. Thank you for kenya because we, we the last episode of this podcast was also a guide-in podcast. So maybe the next one will also be a guide-in where Kenya's out of town and we decide to play some video game that we know Kenya won't like. Or, or be destroyed by. Um, is that it? Uh, yes, that's it. It's... It's not Fune Taro. It's not a... Suri no Managotari. It's not the Bass Pro Shops Pyramid. It's not virtual fishing. It's not saving your diet. It's not, sa- it's not saving your dying mother. It's not much fishing at all. It's not, uh...
reference to uh, the Bass Pro Shops Pyramid being the last redoubt in William Hope's Hodge, I can never pronounce his name out. William Hope's whatever's, um, you know, his Dying Earth book. Cat? It's not Rumic World Mermaid Scar. Is that the anime you didn't get to talk about? Yeah. It's not uh, Kazuchiko Okada's Instagram, which is 90% photos of him fishing. Or, wait, no, not Minoru Suzuki's, because most of his Instagram is photos of socks. Obviously, William Hope Hogs. This Nine Earth book is not called Cat, it's called The Nightland. It's just that my cat did a thing. Anyway, it's not. The Nashville Network presents something, something. It's a fishing game on the Genesis. I forgot the rest of the title. It's not Chuck Rock. Mario Brothers. I like how this cast is longer than any of us played this video game for. As always, thank you to Schnabubula for letting us use his incredible song playing Super Mario World while taking mushrooms for our theme song. Also, thanks to Bachelor for the amazing cover art that we have. Check him out at Bachelorsoft on Twitter. And thanks to you for listening. <laughs>